Hello there. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to SH. Hello, Eric. Tammy Johnson. Hello there, Trista Howard. Lorna. Debbie. D. Crosley. For a Friday evening. Welcome, everybody. Hello, Kat and Kathy and lovely Rita. Rita May. Rita, nice to have you. So, how are you doing, Science Bob? Um, well, I've had a long, hard week with lots of trouble with my computers. I had to drive six hours to teach a one-hour class. It's been a long week. Thank God it's Friday and we got a case. Oh, right. So, yes, we do have a case, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, out of this morning hour. And this is a, a pretty fresh case, too. About three weeks old. November 21st is when he was reported missing. So, yes. Uh, David Schultz. So, what's very strange about this case is that the facts in hand are so limited. Oh, yeah. Well, very then, limited, and it's not, it's not a robbery. And then to, to go over the case is strange. I can put it that way. Because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add no. up. So No. No, no. We want to bring up a picture here of them, and I'll share that. All right, here. And I'm going to go back to my main screen. And cancel, present, share screen. And this is what Mr. Schultz looks like. Just like an everyday so, good old fella. But David Schultz, it's very strange, this case. And what's very, what is also strange is that there's something else going on. This is a Midwest mystery is what they're calling it. Yeah. And uh, what's really strange, it starts out as David Schultz's semi-truck was found two weeks ago. Now, remember, this is dated. November 21st was his disappearance. Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago on a rural highway in Northwest Iowa. The one best trailer was one, oh, just let, me, let, let me add that he was not heard from for nine days before that. And his trailer was filled with baby pigs he was transporting. Schultz's wallet and phone were inside the truck but his jacket was on the side of the road. But Schultz was nowhere to be found, and his November 21st disappearance outside Sac City remains a mystery. His wife said something must have gone wrong. 53-year-old father of two dependable men with a strong worth ethic. She says this is not something that David would do. Sarah is her name. Schultz told the Sox Kitty or City Journal he would never leave his family or his life. Hundreds of people have volunteered to search for Schultz, but after scouring a hundred thousand acres near the highway, the effort was paused as searchers considered their next steps. The leaders of the search were convinced that uh, they would have found Schultz. And if he had wandered off because of medical emergency or some other problem, they probably would have found him. 
Iowa's Division of Criminal Investigation is assisting Sack County Sheriff's Office and the Lakeview Police Department in this case. Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation referred the Associate Press to the Sack County Sheriff's Office, which declined to comment on the active investigation. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is strange. Mm-hmm. Schultz of Wall Lake didn't arrive as expected with his load of pigs on November 21st in Sac City, Iowa. A small farmer, which is a small town about 90 miles northwest of Des Moines. I can never say that. Des Moines. Yeah, it's that accent. No one can get him on the phone. So they tried to reach him because he didn't show up. That truck was found later that afternoon, less than 10 miles north of the destination. A livestock dealer in Sac City, according to Jake Raleigh, the regional team leader of the United Cajun Navy, a nonprofit search and rescue, which typically responds to natural disasters, was involved. Interesting. Schultz's truck was not running when it was found, but it was in the middle of a two-lane highway, and it was facing northbound. Raleigh said, even though it should have been hit it southbound to get to Sac City. So, ladies and gentlemen, remember that it's going in the wrong direction. The disappearance of mystified surrounding communities in Iowa prompted more than 250 individual volunteers to help join the search. United Cajun Navy had volunteered to take over the search, allow law enforcement to focus on the investigation, Raleigh said but he hoped to see more of the DCI and other investigators and agencies involved. He states, maybe they're doing a bunch of stuff on the computers, but they're just not really active in the scenario, Raleigh said, which is an organization the size of DCI, should be able to come in and make a splash, in my opinion. So now we have doubt about people involved helping to search. I mean, it doesn't make sense. So, and that's all we have on it. And that's it. But which is stranger is when we go to exhibit B. Let me see if I can do this right. All right, here we go. And action. The life of one of the two missing men in Sac County is speaking out. Local 5's Megan McPherson sit down with Sarah Schultz, who's holding out hope that her husband, David, will come home. As volunteers continue to search the area looking for any sign of Schultz, his wife, Sarah, and children are holding out hope that their beloved husband and father will return home. He would never leave them, much less me. Like, we're his life. He's, you're my wife, you're my life. As another day passes with no sign of David, Finley is clinging on to the memories. I want to come home. You know, my kids need... (laughs) My kids need their dad. He's a good man. Nonprofit United Cajun Navy continued their search operations Thursday with over 20 volunteers combing through nearby areas looking for any sign of Schultz. Crews are also keeping an eye out for Mark Riceberg, who has been missing since late October. My heart breaks for them, you know. Nobody deserves to go through this. David has been missing since November 21st. Sarah last heard from him the night before. 
and he mm. probably could, so obviously he can't. The Schultz family is nothing but grateful for the hundreds of people who have offered their help and support during this difficult time. The support's been unbelievable and people, strangers from every state. Sarah and their twin sons, Isaac and Joseph, looking to the chalkboard message in the center of their home for hope. He wouldn't have left his his family like this. He would he would have never left me like this. It would just break. Ugh. No, he he wouldn't. Reporting in Wall Lake, Megan McPherson, Local Five News. So if we heard, let me stop sharing this and let me uh, kill the video. Is that there are two people missing? Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? I did. And it's a week apart. I wonder if it looks the similar, like the other guy's possessions were left behind. Well, which is strange is that they're not commenting on the other case in uh, Exhibit B. I think Let's they're worried. Here. That's my shopping cart. You don't want to see that. <laughs> uh, I don't know where the other video went to. Here we go. Efforts continued in Iowa for two men that have been missing for several weeks. Mark Reisberg and David Schultz both disappeared in late October, less than 15 miles away from one another. 15 Both miles away. McPherson spoke to concerned family members about their plea for help, as well as the crews that are searching for the missing men. Stephanie, residents in both Sac and Calhoun counties have grown uneasy as the disappearances of both men happen within one week of each other in the same area of Iowa, but unseemingly unrelated. The Iowa Department of Criminal Investigation is now involved in both cases, but the families of Mark Reisberg and David Schultz aren't losing hope that their loved ones will return home safely. In the past month, two Iowa men have suddenly vanished. First, Rockwell City resident Mark Reesberg disappeared from home. While his wallet and phone were left behind, his PT Cruiser was not. Wednesday, when he didn't come into work, they, they went to his place, saw that he was, wasn't there, and then they called law enforcement for welfare check, and they weren't able to find him. Reesberg's sister, Mary Brown, is puzzled by the disappearance of her brother, growing desperate for signs. He's got any more food sent by his recliner. That his winter socks are still in a package they had just bought. And, you know, the leftovers are still in the refrigerator, so. And less than 20 miles away from Reesburg's home, another man gone. David Schultz of Sac County was set to deliver a haul of hogs driving along Highway 71. But the following morning, Schultz's truck was found parked in the roadway. Phone and wallet left behind, his jacket located in a nearby ditch. Nonprofit United Cajun Navy out of Louisiana put a search crew on the ground to look for both men. Their efforts have continued for several days. You know, that's just kind of what we wanted to offer and bring in. The community of Sac City has been awesome. We've had a great number of volunteers. Um, from Saturday until now, I've got over 200 volunteers clocked. Searching all along Highway 71 and Highway 20, dozens of volunteers continue to comb the area, looking for any sign of the two men. From the beginning until we've turned over every every leaf along Highway 20 and 71, um, we really can't, you know, we can't lose hope is it, until that has happened. 
And anyone with information on the whereabouts of Mark Reisberg or David Schultz is asked to contact local law enforcement immediately. The search crews tell me they'll be back out tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. So, both of them, their uh, ID, et cetera, left behind. That's bothering me. It doesn't make sense. No. Both of them? Third one, we got a serial kidnapper. So Roger Blair, usually trucks have CB radios or some type of two-way radios in them or communication. Wonder if you talk to anyone for disappearing. So let me tell you something. I, when I worked off duty, we were hired as subcontractors to guard Apple trucks. And when I mean Apple trucks, I'm talking cell phones and iPads because of the semi-trucks being jacked on the road. So, and we would, we would pick them up at the airport and we would take the product and drive nonstop all the way to New York, to Florida, Georgia, to other destinations around the country, decked out with ARs and bunch of mags and everything. Cause at the time the semi industry was being targeted for the cargo. But ladies and gentlemen, when you haul pigs, you know what you're hauling. You can see pigs. It's not a closed trailer. It's got ramps. And it stinks to high heaven, so everybody knows it's coming. I mean, you can literally drive up next to the semi-truck and look at the piggies. Yep. But when I found this case, they found the truck in the middle of the road, right? Facing the wrong way. Yep. Wrong lane, wrong way. So... Usually we had this problem when I would research cases that this will happen. And then I would find either the guy got pulled over or picked up with another girl or he got arrested. And they're like, you're missing. Well, I wanted to leave my family. I didn't want, I want a new life. Now I did not have any indicators on this case pointing in that direction. But what was weird is finding that other guy that's tied to this, but it's not. Now, my question is going to be, when I submit this guy's picture to the panel, are they going to pick up on the other guy, too? It's going to be related that it's a possibility. Yep, I agree. So that's why I wanted to play the other video, because they're they're putting the news story together, but they're calling the incidents not related. Now, wait a minute. I think I think they've already got a backroom. Look, both of them, their personal possessions were left behind. This is not two guys running. Well, and a week apart. A week, exact, a week or so apart and 15 miles apart. To the exact day. This looks right. like this is the same, same modus operandi. That's what I want to say. So, yeah, Roger, the the livestock trailers are open. They got hose yep. all through them. You can yeah, see yeah, from the, one side to the other. The animals I mean, you have know to, what, they're, an, what they're hauling. Animals have to breathe. They need it, fresh air. So, uh, and yeah, and poo-poo flies on the interstate when they go. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, I live out in the country. Oh, yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying. So, it, it's not jacking the cargo. Mm -mm. So, oh, we no, can throw they, that they, out the window. Yeah, yeah. The, the, and the truck is more valuable than the cargo. So, I don't know. So, this is very disturbing. Mm-hmm. But after that, you know, what's another thing I find kind of compelling is they allow 
all these volunteers to participate in the search of both victims. That's very strange. Without without law law enforcement being with them. Without supervision. Right. So if they would have found evidence or something, then we would have some problems. Very, very bad. So I don't know. Yes, standing stones. I've seen chickens on trailers, absolutely, in boxes. Cows, and some cows. Yeah. Horses. So the totality of this case is mind-blowing. Now, actually, I already picked up on some information when I first looked at the case. But I'm going to highlight somebody's comments. And I'm going to read it for the audio people. And, of course, I can't find it. Well, I hope no UFO took him. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. Hey, bring up the picture of our guy. Look at his look at his uh look at his hoodie or his sweatshirt. See if I still got it pulled up. Yes. I didn't want to say look at what the look at what those three letters are. UFOs. I didn't want to say anything. But I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting because if there is anything that is outside this world that's involved, uh, they will have problems working on this case. Oh, yeah. Gene Hudson, Roger, all the pigs know to stay on your feet. If you're in a pen with lots of pigs, they'll eat you. Hey, I watch. Hello, Clories. That and uh, uh, Deadwood. So, I don't know. I'm just saying, it, you got two men that disappeared 15 miles apart, a week apart. Is it related? I don't know. I, I know what I pick up, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to taint. Yeah. yeah well, we don't tell them anything. Just show them a picture. Any people's uh, thing, if they're going to tune into me, but I'm just saying this this is strange. Now there's no indication of any extramarital affairs. So and you're right, Eric, right? Rita just said the same thing to me. I, I don't know. I mean, but I don't I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my comments to myself. U of O University Frenzo Outlet Brank Brank Brock. Yep. But I just I don't know. So it's gonna be interesting on what the psychics pick up. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do pick up on the other case, if it is related. I don't know. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't because they're just going to focus on that picture. But sometimes they see other things that attach to it. Yep. Now, also on Crystal Rogers case. You remember Lawson that got arrested? Yep. The real skinny guy that looks like he's strung out. Yep. He looks like well, his own dope. Another Lawson just got indicted on murder today. Oh, my goodness. So the media is trying to find out if it's Lawson's brother, cousin, relative, or whatnot. So there's another player that's named in the Crystal Rogers case. Is it, is it linked to Jason Ellis and the other murders in Bardstown? Uh, We don't know. Uh, yes, Crystal, did they find the body? No, they have not found the remains. But evidently, they're still out digging. 
So, and uh, I heard, now this is a rumor, I heard that they shut down the media from flying drones. Because that's what they that's what they did on the first day they found out they were out there. They went and flew the drones over and they tried to get images of what they were doing, the FBI and the local departments. So we'll try to keep you updated on that as well. Anything else you want to add, Bob? I'm good. This is going to be a good case for our panel. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, what are your thoughts? What are your uh, ideas? Uh, next Friday, we'll find out from the people with abilities. And, and Bob and I will monitor this case throughout the week to make sure nothing else uh, comes up to the top and surfaces. There's a gun the cop sold him, right? Yes, on the Crystal Rogers case, allegedly there is a, a 308 caliber involved. They did recover the firearm. They're doing ballistic testing on it. And they believe it belongs to the cop's brother or the brother's yes. cop brother. That is correct. Yeah. So, but, uh, and if anything happens on that, uh, now they're asking about the, the medium's outcome. So what was strange about the Crystal Rogers case? Now, I'm not saying this to say it. I'm not saying it's true. But if we look at the timeline, nobody had any indications on going out in the woods to where these people said that it possibly could be and start digging until after our show aired. I'm not saying there's correlation. I'm not saying they watched the show and went out there with the information that we provided. But it's according, according, to two, according to two two of the people, uh, they're under a slab that was uh, later from a building that wasn't there when she went missing. Because remember, what two of them said the body had been moved. Yeah, but it's just strange that nobody yeah. had anything on the radar about going out and digging. Yep. And then the show airs. And then two yep. days later, they're out there digging. Oh, 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 I missed I missed the up, upshot of what you said. Yeah. Right. I, oh, I believe they're watching the show. I so I'm not saying they did. I'm just saying it's off. No, strange. I believe, but 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 I don't believe in coincidences and stuff like this. So I don't know because a lot of the markers that people hit on is in the exact location where they're digging. Got it. So yeah, I I didn't want to say, you know, we were the cause of it. I'm just saying it's off no, strange. But it but it sounds like it. So, and they were digging up concrete. Oh my goodness, jackhammers! Oh my so, goodness, wow! Yeah, and they're not done. Uh, Gene Hudson says the slaver could be a culvert they covered. So, they said that the remains were encased in concrete. Yeah, what Lala saw a slab pulled over and dropped. So, does that mean she's in like a concrete hole? and filled in with concrete or slate? I don't know. I didn't ask the specifics on that with each one of them that said that mentioned concrete. But this is typical when you get a bunch of remote viewers or seers together, they get little things that are consistent and slightly slight differences. And it's up to a real investigator to put them together. So standing stones, what they can use the special x-rays, ground penetrating radar, yep. GPR. Yep. And that would show you if there's any hose or disturbances in the soil yep. and the density. 
it yep. changes when you scan yep. it. Sure does. So, hey, Overbuilt, welcome. So, yes. So, uh, they got a lot of things out there. And what they're doing is being very secretive in their, what they're doing. So, so uh, look, if, if let's suppose you and I were a cop involved in the case. And mm -hmm. we knew about the psychics. And they said, blah, 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 concrete building under slab. They know this guy is does that does work. So they would go, where Built did he have, where did, where did he build these things at the time? Anywhere near where they told us about. And, you know, they could, they could get cadaver dogs or whatever, get any kind of hint whatsoever, and they'll jackhammer the slab to go after it. That's just interesting. So I just wanted to throw it out since people were talking about it. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I'm not saying that it's it's in reference to the show, but it's just awful strange that it's happening. And we'll keep you updated with that, too. Goodbye, so coast to coast around the world, ladies and gentlemen, we'll send the information to the psychics. Take care. Bye-bye.